0: Today's episode of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, I originally, I wrote a blog like two months ago, like in November, and it was about teacher burnout and how this, you know, two years in this pandemic has been going on and how teachers are extremely burnt out. They are quitting, resigning, they can't find substitutes. And I was talking to one of my friends who's a teacher, and she said she hates the word self care. She hates it. She's so sick of people saying like practice self care, go meditate, go journal, because they can't. They do not have a free time. They are exhausted. They can't wake up an hour earlier. So I started, you know, researching. I I am always learning. I want to evolve. I want to change and help people. I I believe in meditation, so I'm not saying, you know, not knocking it because I meditate. I believe in meditation. I believe in breath work. I believe in journaling. I believe in working out and creating a morning routine if you're able to. I believe in EFT now, tapping, emotional freedom technique because I've been doing that and that has immensely helped me, but I know I have the luxury. I have the luxury of working from home. I've been working from home for over 10 years now. Now, and I can take time out of my morning, of my work day, set aside 10 minutes. I wake up an hour earlier um, and I can do that. I can work out during lunch. I can, you know, if I schedule my own day. So if I have a break between 10 and 11, I can work out then. And I'm extremely grateful for that. I know most people cannot. I know if you're a single mom, you can't, a single dad, you can't do that. You're tired. If you are a new mom, you are exhausted. If you are a frontline worker, healthcare worker, teacher, even in the service industry, everyone is burnt out right now. Stay-at-home moms, you know, kids, taking care of the kids, all of this. It's a lot. So what I have done, and I started doing this you know, a while ago with my workouts, only working out 10 to 30 minutes a day, whatever I have time for and whatever energy level I'm at. So I'm sticking with this, you know, creating 10 to 30 minute workouts, uh, meditations from, you know, five minute, once in a while, maybe a 10 minute, but five minute. And if you could do a gratitude list, if you can't, you know, just think it in your head, Set an intention to be grateful and the reason why, if at night you can do a brain dump journal and let go of everything no longer serving you and write down what you are thankful for that day, great, but don't stress to get there and because we're creating more problems. We are making it harder for some people that don't have the help. And this is what I want to try to find. How can we help people? How can we help people that need someone to watch their kids. You know, sometimes you have to be willing to accept help too. I am, I am. It's hard for me to accept help, but we have to be willing to accept help. And we have to help our neighbors, you know, physically help your neighbors and your community, help your friends, your family. Let's take care of each other again and let's get back to helping each other so we're not this society and nation of burnout and feeling like... We're exhausted, you know? Um, so that's bringing me back to self-care because I've been looking and researching it And uh, yesterday. So this is going to air. My podcast is going to air a week later than what I heard. So last week, I was listening to Glennon Doyle's podcast, We Can Do Hard Things, and they were talking about that. It was, well, it was actually talking about happy people, how happy people are different than normal people. And happy people don't sit there practicing self-care. They don't talk about self-care and they don't sit there saying, you need to do self-care, you need to take do this. They come from a place of giving to others and volunteer work and helping others. So I was looking at that, researching that, researching self-care, and so much stuff popped up about as I do air quotes, the self-care industry and how it's just like, you know, it's exemplified by facials. You need to get a facial, a manicure, exercise, bathe among candles, journal writing, and it's through the roof right now. And we complain about feeling unease and we're told by magazines and podcasts. I created a bunch of podcasts in my past saying this, saying we need The answer is me time. Women in particular need to practice more self-care in hard times to take care of themselves. And now I'm like kind of backtracking and I'm realizing that's stressing people out more. Some people out more, you know, so I look at this two ways. If you so years ago, (laughs) I really don't watch TV anymore, and I don't. I haven't been able. I don't watch the Real Housewives franchise anymore. But years and years ago, the Real Housewives of Orange County. I remember Vicky always talking about her tanks empty. So I feel like if you are coming from a place like you are always giving out to everyone else, and you feel depleted, you feel like you have nothing. No one's giving to you, and you are depleted. Then that's where it comes in, like you need to realize you need to take care of yourself also and put on your oxygen mask first. So you need to do that. But if you're coming from a place of you're happy and you're extremely selfless and you love giving to others and you don't feel depleted, then that's great. Keep doing you. But if you're coming from a place where you're exhausted and you have no help, we need to figure out how to help you so you can have some nice things and you could feel taken care of and you could have sleep and remedies to discover that don't come with like money and finding extra time that make you feel alive and give back to you and fill you up. So this is what I'm researching and you know, I don't I don't know like is self-care you know, up to some people, proper health, eating right, eating nutritiously. Um, also, I was when I was doing my research. A lot of times now, self care has replaced religion for some people. So, if you believe in religion, I do. Um, I'm not turning this around to say I'm not. I am religious. I'm a Lutheran. I'm practicing religion. Um, religious. But I also believe in spirituality too, and I meditate so there's that but this has taken place for some people um, so now you know you're they're relying on self care and that and they lost religion so I don't know, you, you don't want to rely solely on like the self-care movement, I guess. So if you can, like some women, they'll like, spend all this money on deprivation tanks and massages and um, infrared saunas, and it helps them decompress from a stressful job, and it's helped them. So this is something they can keep doing, because it's helped them. They have the time, they have the money. But again, it comes back to the women and men and people that don't have the time and money. How are we supposed to do self-care? How are they supposed to uncomplicate their lives when they're already stressed? And the wellness industry right now is a $4.2 trillion industry. And now it is a privileged women that practice, wellness, and self-care. And that's what it's coming to. In the US, it's been created that it's an alternative healthcare system by privileged women. And I don't want it to be that way because this is my industry and I want it to be accessible to everybody. So this is like right now I'm like starting to like get that thing in my throat. I don't want it to be this. I don't want it to be You know, um, self-care is this message that you have to take care of yourself because no one else will. And I know I've said things in blogs and podcasts in the past, and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to, I want to be the solution. I want to help people. I don't want it to be exclusive. I don't want it to be harmful. I want it to be, I don't want it to be a problem, you know? So what I'm seeing sometimes is people think self-care, where it's falling short, is people assume and think it's buy yourself something, take a class, you know, have a spa day. You can't buy yourself to feel good. It's a high, and it's in the moment, and it's fleeting. When I think of self care for myself, it is working out, it is meditating, but it's also, you know, doing like the gua sha stone, um, tending to my skin care. Do I go out and get facials? No, I don't really anymore. Did I used to? Yeah, I used to a lot. Do I need to? No, it's not something that I feel like I need to do. Um, Getting manicures. I don't get manicures. I do my own nails. I get massages once in a while, but I can do that. And I know other people can't. You know, reading a book at night, is that a form of self-care? Not to me. It's not. I like reading, but it's just something I want to do. It's You know, I'll be able to read a page here and there, and then the kids will come in. I have family in the area. I have a husband, so I have help. Some people don't. And like I was saying about with teachers, um, there's no subs right now for them. And they're working through their lunch break. They're exhausted when they get home at night, most of them, if they have kids of their, their own, They're taking care of their own kids. They're exhausted. They're not waking up in the morning early. They can't. They need that sleep for their mental and emotional and physical health. Same with new moms or moms, stay-at-home moms, taking care of the kids. They're not getting sleep. So sometimes waking up an hour earlier is just not feasible. So this is, again, why I'm doing shorter meditations for my clients and students, shorter workouts. So if you want a longer workout, you could stack my workouts and you could do that. But again, I'm trying to be the solution. So I found this um, about um, the self and self-care. They're saying um, this psychologist at Yale Dr. Lori Santos, she said the self and self-care is part of the problem. So she's the host of the happiness lab. And the question was asked to her about self-care. She said, it's not so much that treating yourself is bad. It's more just what's the opportunity cost of treating yourself slipping into nice bubble bath is not bad and of itself. It's just that it might mean you're not calling a really good friend that you haven't talked to in a while or connecting with your parents or doing other kinds of things that can feel challenging, but are ultimately good. And that brings me back to the um, Glennon Doyle, we can do hard things podcast. That's what they said. They said, happy people also hang out and do things with people. They do things with their friends and family and coworkers more. And they do that. They check in and they call So, you know, maybe we need to start doing that more. Um, She went on to say the focus of the idea of self-care is treat yourself. So this causes us to be more self-focused. And research and positivity psychology suggests that happiness derives from being other-focused, like doing nice things for others, trying to connect with others, being grateful for others. So I know, like, introverts, this is going, this is hard. Introverts, like, being by themselves. Um, but we need to feel connected to others, to feel connection from others. So that's the thing with um, what truly, what happy people have different than us. Naturally happy people have different um from regular people. I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but then this brings me back to the health, um, healthcare, self-care. Um, and I know I'm one, I mean, in my Instagram bio, it even says I help burned out, busy moms prioritize their health, you know, and my whole thing is self-care. And I'm like, just trying to figure it all out myself and research and how I can bring this and make it accessible to everyone. Inclusive. You know, not exclusive, inclusive. Everyone. I'm sitting here trying to figure this out. And if you, the listener, have ideas and suggestions, email me, please. Nikki6288 at AOL.com. Help me out. I'm literally, this is like something I want to figure out to help people that don't have the time and you know, talking to other people and they're saying they're so sick and tired of hearing the word self-care. And it's so funny because I'm sitting here, you know, I've got all these new gadgets for my um, facial regimen and regime I wanted to do this past Christmas. And You know, I was going to do a podcast on that and I'm like, oh, I feel like it's missing the mark though. I mean, I'm going to still because I want, I know some people like to hear what gadgets and tools and health and beauty and uh, vitamins and supplements I'm using. So that will come out still, but right now, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. All right, so switching gears now. So last week we just had Blue Monday. If you don't know what Blue Monday is. It is the most depressing day of the year. It's the third Monday of every January and it marks Blue Monday and supposedly the most depressing day of the year. The holidays are over, you know, all the excitement's over, we're settling into January and if you live in the north or the northeast or the midwest, you know it's winter. It gets cold, it is dark and gloomy and gray and I even remember when I lived in California, um, it was the rainy season in January and February And I think this is the first time I ever felt um, seasonal affective disorder. And the acronym is SAD, S A D, but seasonal affective disorder. And, you know, this is, it's still like, I can still remember it. I was driving to the gym, (laughs) Um, Gold's Gym in West Hollywood by Melrose Avenue. Anyways, um, I think it was by like La Cienega and the Beverly Center and it was raining for like the fifth day in a row and I felt sad like I was going to cry. And I was like, what the hell is this? I'm not sad. I have nothing to be sad about. I'm going to work out. I mean, you know, and now I know it was seasonal affective disorder. I actually wrote a blog on it, so I'll be touching on that. But this is like getting pretty well known now, you know, after the holidays and it's post-holiday season. The cold is set, coldness in the air and outside is settling in, and um, people experience this empty feeling, I guess. And I don't, it comes from, so the idea, I guess it was created back, so I did some research. Um, it was created back in 2004 by psychologist Cliff Arnell and people have a low mood, you know, and Arnell took into account factors such as people's finances after Christmas, um, their motivation and everything kind of gets off over the holidays. We're on a different schedule and then, you know, the excitement wears off and then also the weather, Like I was saying, the weather, seasonal affective disorder. So seasonal affective disorder, seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression or sadness, and it's related to changes in seasons, begins and ends about the same time every year, and here are some ways I, what I like to do, I should say. Um, so I have a pink Himalayan salt lamp, and it said that it cleanses and deodorizes the room, it calms allergies, it reduces asthma, bo- boosts blood, f- oh, ha, can't talk, it boosts blood flow, it raises energy, and the negative ions help improve mood and energy levels by increasing serotonin in the brain, and these lamps are said to help with SAD and other forms of depression. Um I like to use essential oils and it helps with my it helps with cold seasonal issues mental and emotional health. I like exercise like I said before, but like I said in the beginning of this podcast, not everyone you know can work out or take the time away. If you have 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, I highly 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 encourage you to move your body and work out. Um take a walk, get outside because also sunlight Vitamin D and it boosts your mood. Light therapy. So I bought an infrared light and I could set, it's kind of big. I can set it on my desk or I could set it and work out with it too. And infrared light, so many benefits with that. I'm actually going to do a podcast on it. Um, if it's really bad, talk to your doctor or counselor, psychologist, psychologist. Do those things. Um, some Habits for this winter to stay healthy and help with this if you have time, you know, in a crock pot, make a big batch of soup, get nice blankets, cuddle with your loved ones on the couch and veg out. Um, my, to boost my immunity, um, I take vitamins, I take vitamin D, vitamin D3, vitamin C, zinc, calcium, spirulina. I've done a podcast on that, and i it's a blue blue green algae and it contains like chlorophyll and iron potassium vitamin b it boosts your immune system it has anti cancer properties and anti inflammatory properties and I put that in my smoothies. I partnered with juice plus vitamins and I use those they are like thirty veggies and fruit and a vegan capsule and they have protein powders and they have so much I'm actually going to do a podcast on this because I'm super excited about partnering with this company it is amazing I their vitamins you know they've helped Uh, so I'm not really like supposed to say things they've helped with but like my daughter has like some breakouts and stuff and they help with that they help with skin issues they helped with breathing issues um other things i like to do the winter months you know like i said make a big crock pot recipes love doing that love making vegetarian chili vegan soups and stews um watching netflix And chill actually I don't really watch Netflix (laughs) I was reading my blog (laughs) and I don't remember so I wrote it in 2020 but um I don't really watch Netflix anymore you know what we have been watching um this all the Spider-Man movies so we kind of started backwards we watched well when I was a kid I watched the not a kid I was probably in my late teens early 20s with Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire. But my kids haven't didn't see those first. We started with the Zendaya and Tom Holland ones first. And then we moved to Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. And then we're going to do Andrew Garfield and... Is it Emma Stone in those ones? Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, so we've been doing that. And then we also got the Oculus. This like virtual game and it's like a headset and you put it on and it's so cool and it's so real and I've never been one for like video games and my kids never have my kids are 14 and 11 this is the like first video game they've played and had they've just never really asked for it or been into it and we were just thinking like oh cold nights you know what can we do as a family something fun and you could do like boxing on it and you're really you get out of breath so it's pretty cool so something to look into if you wanted something it's actually $299 and then you have to play for the games but some games are free so I mean it is it is a pricey thing it's not as pricey as um those other ones what are they called not the playstation what is it called I see I don't even know um but so I know this jumped around a lot with like my Feelings on self-care right now and the the word self-care and how I want to help everyone and make it all-inclusive. And then seasonal affective disorder and SAD, how to help and things to do and manage that. And talking about Blue Monday. So I know I jumped around a lot. I hope everyone liked this. And there was something in this episode that resonated with you. And if so, and if you enjoyed it, please leave a rating and review. Share it with someone. If you share it on social media, please tag me. And I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you guys so much. Starting Monday, January 31st, I am doing a free five-day wellness challenge to tone up and stress down. It is completely free on my Instagram page my Instagram page, and Wellness. I will be doing lives all week long, either a workout, a yoga flow, a meditation, breath work, um, workouts anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, meditation five minutes or less, super quick but effective. And I'm doing this as a way to prove to you guys you do not have to work out for an hour. You don't have to sit there and stress about finding ways to implement a healthy lifestyle, wellness, or self-care. I try to make it quick, simple, but super effective. I will be giving away... There will be two winners. You will receive, both winners will receive $50 Amazon gift card, my 90-day wellness journal, and resistant bands. And to enter, you just post in your stories the workout or meditation or whatever I did that day. Post in your stories. Tag me. The more times you enter, the more chances to win. Invite your friends. The picture I am posting today, Wednesday, about it. Post that in your stories. That is an entry also. So again, I I already planned this free challenge, but I'm tying it into this episode, this podcast episode this week too just because I want I want to be a solution, I guess. I know I'm a health coach and I know hiring a health coach is a privilege. Um, We cost money. Not everyone can afford a health coach. So I want to do free things once in a while, free challenges, give back, and I hope everyone joins this challenge. Thank you.